are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday hump day edition of the show, halfway through the work week. A lot to get to on today's edition of the show. It is April 1st or April Fool's Day. We are not here to give you guys a bunch of smoke and give you a bunch of rumors. We're going to just talk BYU sports. No tricks on today's podcast. Plenty to get to. Yoli Childs adds another award to his impressive haul of awards from his BYU career. We'll talk about that. Former Cougars and the Pros, Pro Day numbers, as well as Pro uh, salary figures for former Cougars we'll get to, as well as recapping the Elite Eight voting in the BYU GOAT, greatest of all time quarterback bracket we've been running here on the podcast over the last week or so. So a lot to get to on today's edition of the show. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where of course the motto is your team every day, meaning the BYU Cougars on this here podcast. With that rundown out of the way, let's get it going here. This is Locked On Cougars for April 1st, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast. If you're just finding us, if you're new to the podcast, welcome on in. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news and insider information that you cannot find anywhere else. And we're with you guys each and every day talking BYU sports. A lot to get to on a Wednesday edition of the show, so make sure you hit that follow button on Spotify or subscribe on Amazon. Apple or iTunes. That way you never miss an episode of this podcast. We'll be with you guys every day talking BYU sports. Kicking off today's show, let's talk about former Cougars in the pro. Some of the numbers that former Cougars trying to get into the NFL have put up in their individual pro day workouts and I also wanted to talk a little bit about the salary figures for former Cougars currently in the NFL and what they're slated to make this year. So let's start off with that. Uh, Jeff Hansen from 24-7 Sports, Cougar Sports Insider, absolutely impressive website. If you guys are looking for great information in terms of written content, etc., I'd, I'd consider subscribing to Cougar Sports Insider. They do a great job. And Jeff went through, I went with Sport Tracks database to track how former what former Cougars that are in the NFL currently are slated to make this upcoming season. Obviously, the football season's still very much up in the air. We're not sure how the COVID-19 pandemic is going to play out here. But all indications are the NFL plans to start their season in September. And that means these former Cougars, uh, should they make rosters, are slated to make the following amounts of money. Let's start off with Corbin Cafu. See a guy we've had on the podcast, a good friend of the podcast, a GFOP, if you will. Uh, he's actually slated to make $610,000 this year on a future slash reserves contract if he remains with the Jets. He made the transition to offensive line, as you heard him talk about on this podcast. And if you haven't heard that, you can go back. It's probably about a month ago now. Corbin sat down with me for well over 40 minutes, and we talked about live football, just everything going on in his life. And you can listen to a number of different podcasts with his thoughts on that but he's made the transition to offensive line and if he remains on the roster with the New York Jets 
in terms of being on the active roster of the practice squad, well, making just over uh, half a million dollars for a season's worth of work, it's not a bad way to go about it. I think Corbin's got a good chance to at least be on the practice squad for the entirety of the season with the Jets as he continues to develop as an offensive lineman. And if he continues to develop at a pretty rapid pace, he could find himself on the active roster at some point. One of his fellow teammates, Harvey Longy, is currently slated to make 750000 this year. He's on a two-year deal worth a total of $1.23 million, uh, which he signed with the Jets. He's been on the active roster all of last year, expects to uh, be on the active roster this year. He played in all 16 games for the Jets a year ago, so I would expect that he is part of the rotation for BYU this coming season, and to make 750 grand is not a bad way to go about it. And then, of course, Corbin's brother, the third Cougar on the New York Jets roster, he is currently slated to make $825,000 this year. Uh, he's trying to really secure his future in the NFL because uh, Cor- Corbin and Bronson, excuse me, I meant to say Bronson, he's going to be turning, what, 29 here pretty quick? He's the same age as Taysom Hill. And at that age, either you've got to have proven yourself in the NFL or you're going to be cut. You're going to be moving on. So hopefully Bronson has a good year this year. Uh, he is uh, on the roster with the Jets, slated to make that money. He does need to remain on the roster to make that full $825,000. It will be interesting to see how he does there. Uh, I'm interested to see how he continues to develop in that regard. Other former Cougars currently in the pro, Sione Taki Taki currently slated uh, to make $675,000 with uh, the Cleveland Browns. He's currently on a four-year $3.7 million contract uh, that came with over a $900,000 signing bonus. So pretty impressive figures all the way around for a guy like Sione Takitaki. He's made good on himself after some early slip-ups at BYU, but it's fantastic to see him in the NFL. He got on the active roster and played a lot more down the stretch last year with the Browns, hoping this year he can play a more prominent role on defense for the Browns. Fred Warner, this might be one of the best bargains in all of pro sports right now, pro football in particular. Fred Warner, one of the defensive stars for the San Francisco 49ers, he is going to be in the final year of his uh, rookie contract. He's slated to make $844,000 this year. He was a third-round draft pick in 2018. Uh, He's going to be making a lot more money in the in the short term. He's going to be he's led the 49ers in total tackles each of the past two seasons. He wears the green dot helmet meaning he has the headset that tells him the plays on the field. So he essentially is the quarterback of the defense for the San Francisco 49ers. He is going to make plenty of money in his pro career if he continues along the track he's already on after just two seasons in the NFL and make $800,000. That's a pretty team-friendly contract and I'm expecting he'll be making some more money here in the near future. On to Jamal Williams with the Green Bay Packers. He is uh, slated to make $2,113,000 so this year. It's his uh, going up from $645,000 salary from a year ago. So big payday for Jamal Williams. Probably figures to continue to be the backup running back for the Green Bay Packers alongside Aaron Jones. Uh, they've had a good tandem there alongside Aaron Rodgers. 
I would expect that Jamal stays on the roster, and that's not a bad payday in his own right. Michael Davis, I've said multiple times on this podcast, the former Cougar and Michael Davis, is one of the feel-good stories if you track how guys go about making good on themselves. He currently has a second-round tender with the Los Angeles Chargers, which essentially is securing him a $3.259 million contract for at least just one year. The Chargers can work out a deal with him to uh, make make it a longer-term deal. Another team could come in and sign him if they wanted to, but have to give up a second-round pick if they decided to chase that. The nice part is Michael Davis is an undrafted free agent who has become a starter for the Los Angeles Chargers after being benched at BYU his senior year. Well, to make th- just north of $3 million, at least for one year, that is a great, great payday, and it's fantastic to see that. A couple other guys before we go here, Daniel Sorensen, of course, uh, Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs. He is in his final year of a four-year, $16 million contract. He is slated to make a base salary of $3.6 million this year. He's going to be 30 years old this season, so uh, this is a he maybe gets one more contract after this if you kind of track how defensive back seems to go in the NFL these days, but hey, Daniel Sorensen, as an undrafted free agent in his own right, has made a fantastic career for himself. He's got a ring now as a Super Bowl champion, and it looks like the Kansas City Chiefs are well on their way to trying to repeat that this year and a good chunk of change coming Daniel Sorensen's way. Final two guys, the most money slated to be made this year include Taysom Hill, uh, Drew Brees essentially is on the last year of his deal. He signed a two-year contract, and a lot of people thought, okay, he's got two more years. Well, Sean Payton yesterday on ESPN talked about the fact that it's a two-year deal for Drew Brees, but he's got one more season in him. He, that's what Sean Payton is planning for. And then Taysom Hill gets, is going to get his opportunity to show what he can do. Well, actually, I'm going to call an audible on today's podcast. We're going to change that up. So in the next segment, we're actually going to play some of the comments from uh, Sean Payton about Taysom Hill and why he believes Taysom Hill is a potential starter down the road for the New Orleans Saints when Drew Brees does hang it up, and I think it's some fantastic belief in him. But the nice part about Taysom Hill, after getting that first-round tender from uh, the New Orleans Saints, he is slated to make at least $4.641 million this year on a one-year deal. Obviously, the Saints would like to secure him long-term if they truly do believe he is the long-term starter or the future starter for the New Orleans Saints. But just for one year, Taysom Hill, man, that's quite the bump up in pay to make $4.6 million. I think he made just in like the $600,000 range a year ago. And then finally, the, the guy who is slated to make the most money on his current contract, but a smaller base salary this season, is Kyle Van Noy, the former Cougar star linebacker signed with the Miami Dolphins on a four-year $51 million contract. He got $9 million in a signing, oh, sorry, excuse me, a $12 million signing bonus to sign the contract. Contract. His base salary this year will be $3 million. So he's making a total of $15 million this year. Good on you, Kyle Van Noy. That is fantastic to see. He's got an opportunity here to really put some money away. The big, big money contract that a lot of people look forward to in their NFL careers has finally come for Kyle Van Noy and hopefully has a good showing with the Miami Dolphins over the next three to four years as he continues his career in the pro ranks. So there you go. Former Cougars making a chunk of change and they're 
being well compensated. There's no doubt about that. And of course, former BYU coach is uh, Jeff Hansen notes on this. Andy Reid, the Super Bowl winning coach, is currently slated to make $7.5 million as the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. So plenty of coin going around for former Cougars in the pros. I tip my cap to them. They've made good on themselves, bets, is, bets on themselves as undrafted free agents, guys who were high around draft picks as well. It's cool to see this playing out for them, them living their dreams and making significant amount of money as they go about doing it and wishing them nothing but the best and happiness and health as they move on into the 2020 season that hopefully we'll see this coming fall. All right, as I said, we're going to play some of the comments from Sean Payton here in just a second. Also going to get to the results of the quarterback, a greatest of all time quarterback bracket we've been running here on Locked On Cougars. Let you guys know how uh, form, how these quarterbacks are shaking out and how the final four shapes up in the bracket that you guys will be able to vote on starting later today. All right, before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that listening to this podcast is really simple to do. And the nice part about the Locked On Podcast Network is there are locked on shows across the country. The width and breadth of sports is essentially covered by the Locked On Podcast Network. So whatever your favorite team is, you can download a podcast or get a national show that has a focus of that that you can catch up and listen to each and every day. It is a great way to listen to your favorite teams, have a local expert like myself talk about them every day, and that way you're the smartest BYU fan in the room. And the easiest way to do that is to do it via your smart device. You have a smart speaker, a smartphone, an Alexa, Google Home, an iHome, uh, whatever, Apple Home, whatever they call that bad boy. Tell it, play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast or Locked On whatever team you're looking for and we'll be right there with you guys keeping you up to date on everything going on in BYU sports news here on this podcast and every other team along the pro ranks and the college ranks in both pro and college sports it's an easy way like I said to stay up to date every day with your favorite team all you gotta do is tell your smart device play the latest episode of the locked on whatever podcast and we will be right there with you guys make sure to tell it play the latest episode of the locked on Cougars podcast each and every day All right, guys, as I said just a minute ago, we're going to get to some comments from Sean Payton here. He was on ESPN's morning show, Get Up, with Mike Greenberg, doing an interview via Skype, it looked like. might have been Zoom, who knows. But any of those video conferencing uh, calls is how they did this interview. But uh, as they were talking about this, uh, Sean Payton revealed that Drew Brees, despite signing a two-year $50 million deal, according to ESPN and other reports, to return to New Orleans for the Saints, Payton has indicated that the 41-year-old quarterback is only going to be one season. His final season is this 2020 season, and he's going to hang it up. That means that Taysom Hill could be in line to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints in 2021 and beyond. And Sean Payton, well, the New Orleans Saints apparently believe that Taysom Hill is their future starter. First and foremost, we still view him as a quarterback, and we spent a lot of time this offseason discussing our vision for him this season. I don't think people realize how fast he is. He's probably one of the three or four fastest guys on our team. He'll play that F position. He'll certainly be involved in, in the kicking game. It's one of the things that uh, he takes pride in and, and is, is very good at. And then the unique situation with our team and with our quarterback, Drew Brees, is he's announced he's coming back for his final season. I think Taysom sees himself as being a starting quarterback in this league, and, and we do too. There you go. Sean Payton on Taysom Hill uh, uh, saying that I think Taysom sees himself as a starting quarterback in this league and we do too unquote uh, is what Sean Payton the comedy made to uh, Mike Greenberg on ESPN's get up thanks to them for that audio 
That's impressive. That is very cool to see because Taysom Hill, he's had a meteoric rise in terms of popularity in the NFL. He's been Mr. Do-Everything for the New Orleans Saints. He's going to do that again this season. And I'm expecting he is going to be a guy that NFL fans are going to get acquainted with even more so in 2020 because of his more prominent role now as the backup quarterback in New Orleans and looking like the presumptive uh, starter in 2021 and beyond as Drew Brees is expected to play his final season in the black and gold this coming season for the New Orleans Saints. I think Taysom Hill has done an incredible job really uh, rounding out his game. I do wonder if his accuracy issues that he struggled with at times at BYU are finally behind him. It'd be awesome to see that because you'd like to see him make good on the bet that the uh, New Orleans Saints are making on him, but it does bear watching to see how he continues to develop this season. I think he has got all the capability in the world to be a guy who can start in the NFL. I really do, but he has to prove that because the NFL, it's a different game even than college. Taysom Hill got away at times in his college career with his just out-and-out athleticism. In my opinion, he is the best athlete, just pure athlete, that BYU has ever seen. I'm telling you guys, better than Steve Young, better than guys like Mo Elowanibi. You can name a number of athletes, and I would put Taysom Hill pound for pound as the best athlete to ever don a BYU uniform. He was just impressive as all get out during his career at BYU and I think he's he's made good on that I'm hoping he's able to prove what he can do uh, this coming season as more of that multifaceted role but continue to develop and truly become the the star quarterback the New Orleans Saints envision he can become at some point and it will be interesting because I think that he has the capability in him. He's just got to be able to prove that consistency is able to be there as well. All right, uh, before we go in this segment, wanted to talk to you guys about the results of the final of the Elite Eight voting in our BYU quarterback greatest of all time bracket, which part of it was Taysom Hill had sprung an upset in the first round. He was facing off against Jim McMahon in the Elite Eight. Well, as it stands currently, uh, Jim McMahon will be moving on in the voting and the voting is closing here in what? As of recording, about seven minutes. So we're going to be shutting down here pretty quick. Jim McMahon has 79% of the vote, so Taysom Hill will be bowing out in the Elite Eight round. Jim McMahon is a one seed will move on to the Final Four. The closest race so far, with about seven minutes to go, is Robbie Bosco and John Beck. Robbie Bosco holding a narrow 51% to 49% for John Beck. So Robbie Bosco is going to escape by the skin of his teeth and move on to the Final Four as the number one seed. I really did think John Beck at some point would upset, but he did not ultimately move on. Ty Dem- smashing Mark Wilson in the voting here 95% to 5% in that uh, regional that elite 8 and then Steve Young was 73% outgunning Max Hall so all four one seeds in our 16 player bracket have moved on to the final four we'll open voting on those the final four voting will begin later today make sure you guys weigh in with that it should make for some interesting final four decisions here because you're going to have Jim McMahon versus Robbie Bosco and then Ty Detmer versus Steve Young. 
You, who, who you guys going to pick? I am interested to see who you guys decide is your pick for that, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Locked on Cougars. The Twitter feed, at Locked on Cougars, is we've been doing this voting. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited to crown who the greatest of all time BYU quarterback is later this week, and hopefully you guys are having as much fun weighing in with your thoughts on it as I am enjoying bringing it to you guys. All right, we will go uh, here in just a second and talk some BYU basketball. Another award for former BYU forward Yuli Childs. It sucks to say former BYU forward, but that's kind of how it goes in this day and age, and he's moving on with his career. Before we do that, though, if you guys are interested in advertising with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network, we'd love to do that. I know right now is a lot of t- a lot of upheaval. We're kind of living in a new reality. April Fool's Day today with the new reality we're living in. We're hoping it is April Fool's and everything goes back to normal, but alas, it is not. But right now on the Locked On Podcast Network, we would love to have your guys' company, companies, product, services, whatever you're trying to advertise with us here on Locked On Cougars, reaching thousands of BYU fans, both along the Wasatch Front and even nationwide. We have people listening as far away as the Philippines every day. It's a, it's a unique outreach or reach that we have here on this podcast. And if you guys are interested, our advertising rates right now are absolutely phenomenal. They've been cut in half. So it might be a great time to hop in, advertise your company or business right with us here on Locked On Cougars and on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you, have, if you want more information for that, text advertising to 33777 or go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. Love to get you guys in touch with our advertising team help you get to Locked On Podcast advertising success, especially here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. So once again, check us out. Text advertising to 33777 or go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. And we look forward to having you with us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, guys, as we close out this Wednesday edition of the show, hope you guys' April Fool's Day is having some fun. I wouldn't believe anything that anybody says today unless it involves the COVID-19 pandemic. That is no joking manner. Don't make any jokes about that. It's kind of the new reality we live in. I would avoid making jokes or April Fool's uh, pranks around that, but otherwise be careful. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that happens on April Fool's, but I didn't want to screw around with you guys on today's podcast. I didn't feel like it was in the right spirit of the current format or the current environment we're all kind of coexisting in. And hopefully you guys are all well. I think that's the biggest thing I wanted to pass along to you guys is I wish you guys, your family, your close ones, your relatives, all well. Hopefully we can all flatten this curve when we get back to quote unquote normal life as soon as possible. I did get out in golf yesterday. It was fantastic to be outside walking around, having a little push cart that I put my golf bag on and I was definitely socially distanced and it was nice. It was just nice to get outside. The weather was phenomenal here along the Wasatch Front. So I guess I can put this out there right now. If you guys do want to golf, if you guys want to quote unquote social distance with me on the links, I'm happy to do that. Hit me up. My Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. Love to hear from you guys and get out on the links with you and golf a little bit as long as golf courses are still open. It looks like some of them are reopening here in the Salt Lake Valley, in particular the Salt Lake City courses. That's good to see. I, I didn't think that golf courses should be closed because 
you can get away from people on the golf course, and that's the best way to do it. Anyways, um, some other notes before we go on today's podcast is a big congratulations to BYU's Yoli Childs. He was named as a Senior Class Award All-American Second Team honoree yesterday. Uh, Childs, who is number six all-time in scoring at BYU, number one all-time in rebounding, and number two all-time in double-doubles with the Cougars, led BYU to a 24-8 and record this season and a final national ranking of number 18 in the country. Uh, BYU with him in the lineup this season, 16-3, and just an absolutely phenomenal season. What it is, the Senior Class Award focuses on the total student-athlete, encourages students to use their platform in athletics to make a positive impact as leaders in their communities. To be eligible for the award, a student-athlete must be classified as an NCAA Division I senior, have notable achievements in four areas of excellence, classroom, community, character, and competition. Well, I can tell you this much, Yola Childs checks every box on that. He is about the most impressive young man I've ever met in a BYU uniform. Never ever missed an opportunity to shake every media member's hand and kind of in the current climate last time I saw him he did the elbow bump. He is just the epitome of class. I think it is a well-deserved honor. I was surprised he wasn't a first-team All-American. of Utah State senior Sam Merrill did make first-team honors in that regard. The first-team honorees were Uduka Azubike from Kansas, Marcus Howard from Marquette, Miles Power from Seton Hall, Cassius Winston from Michigan State, and Sam Merrill. Then Yoli Childs on the second team was joined by James Foy from Dartmouth, Nathan Knight from William & Mary, Skylar Mays from Louisiana State, or you and Lamar Stevens from Penn State. So congratulations to Yoli Childs, a well-deserved honor. And like I said, Yoli Childs, just the epitome of everything a student athlete should be. And BYU is going to miss him. I wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he can make good on his bet on himself to make the NBA. I think he rounded out his game extremely well this year. And hopefully NBA scouts took note of that. And he gets his opportunity to show what he can do at the highest levels of basketball. Regardless if he has to go overseas for maybe a couple years, hopefully can get back to the NBA at some point, if not go straight into the NBA and make a difference there. But a big honor for him as a second team All-American, thanks to the senior class awards that were announced yesterday. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. On tomorrow's show, going to have comments from both Aaron Roderick and Zach Wilson. They were on the Zone Sports Network, the radio station I work for. Going to get some of their thoughts on how they're kind of navigating the current environment with the COVID-19 pandemic, what they're also doing to stay rounded and in shape in terms of Zach Wilson getting ready for the upcoming season. We'll have those comments on tomorrow's edition of the show. So make sure you come back tomorrow and join us then. Thanks again for joining us. Follow the show on social media. Like I said, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked on Cougars. Follow me at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. And feel free anytime to drop the show a note via email, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We will talk to you tomorrow. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for April 1st, 2020. See you in the morning.